Yo, what's good, everybody? Y'all know what it do and what it don't. It's your boy Ryan here at Millennials in Motion, where we get a real, relatable, entertaining spiel of adulthood from the millennial perspective on the 90.5 Flavor Station here with episode one, you feel me? So before we get into these topics, we're going to have everybody introduce themselves since this this is the first time y'all hearing us. So everybody go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick. What's good, everybody? It's your boy Molly Mall on the mic. You know, you used to usually hear this voice on the Saturday morning show, but now it's time for... <laughs> Me and my um my brother to kind of start something new, start something different. This is gonna be our first episode, so I hope everybody enjoys it. Hear ye, hear ye. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone. I'm Haji, and I'm just happy to be here. You know, um, I think I'm probably really just gonna be coming from the more historical, racial perspective of things because I have that tendency. So yeah, I'm happy to be here, and I'm excited. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Bree. I'm ready to have some deep conversations. I'm ready to get the topic rolling, and I'm ready to have some fun. So stay tuned for the latest from the greatest. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Nyla from Broward County, Florida. Cool. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited. I'm ready to get started. Alrighty, alrighty. So first topic, first topic we're going to get into is if you could give parents advice on how to raise a successful black child, what would it be? Hoot hoot. I'm going to start off by saying, I don't think we, as like, I don't think we have enough knowledge yet true. to really yeah. say. Neither do they. <laughs> I, that's true. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. But like, parenthood is a lot harder than I, than we believe. Because at the end of the day, you got to realize, like, our parents were really trying the best they yeah. could. But there there were, like, you know, there are areas that they can most definitely improve. So so what areas would you say? I would say really getting to know your child more. Mm. Like, I would say a lot of parents tend to think, like, once their child reaches, like, teenage years, that's kind of when they get a little bit distant, kind of let them, you know, they don't really ask them, are they okay as much? But I really feel like the teenage years are the years that are most crucial. Those are like the times when parents should really be like in tune with their child's lives because those are like one of the most essential years of, of you know, your life. Like you really make a lot of crucial decisions. You have a lot of experiences. And sometimes we don't have like, you know, that older figure to open up to it or to mm -hmm. ask for mm -hmm. advice. So, you know, to have your parent actually come to you and speak to you, I feel like that would be very, very, very essential, like, when it comes to parenting. Yeah, I think that one of the main things that parents need to focus on in the future is allowing their child to be comfortable to come to you to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Most like, definitely. Like, if you get into some trouble, you shouldn't have a problem going to your mom, telling her what happened. Right. People, I think kids are more worried about the repercussions and the consequences of what they're doing that they don't feel comfortable to go. But mm -hmm. well, I feel like, too, also, like, that's something you should definitely have in the back of your mind, the consequences, because you understand what you did at hand. <laughs> right. But I will say, mm -hmm. though, I feel like parents should definitely go a little bit further in depth on how they kind of handle the consequences yeah. of what their child may do, because I know we definitely talked about, mm -hmm. you know, the, the whole thing about, you know, uh, black parents, you know, kind of giving their kids whoopings or, you know, physical, you know. Hashtag mm -hmm. stop doing that. It's kind of like, I feel like they could kind of expand on initially like different routes to where, you know, they could kind of, yeah. you know, treat their kids with different consequences to where, you know, you're still getting the results you need. Well, not results, but, you know, you're getting the results you need, but at the same time, though, it's no initial abuse or mm -hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally, because right. that's when all yeah. that but comes. How do y'all feel about when parents just let their kids... They're like okay with them drinking and smoking at home because they're there. Well, so my first time drinking was at home, mm -hmm. and um, how, I think how old were you? young, <laughs> like okay, I, like middle school. Yeah. Oh, I mean she didn't let me. Oh, she didn't let me. Oh, no, she didn't let me. Like you know, like you like know, we wasn't cocking back shots. Right, right, right. But you, <laughs> you know, we wasn't I, I throwing back oh, shots no, and stuff. My mama didn't play that. So. But she let me have a little, you know, a little sip or whatever. But I think. Um, allowing your kids not even so much allowing but exposing them to that early on mm -hmm. it helps in the end because when i got to college and even when i got to high school i know people who lost their lives and who have basically lost their way because of drug and alcohol abuse right because you get buck wild and you feel like okay like 
well, I'm here now. I've never done this before. Well, let me dabble. Let me get. And they don't know how to ration it out. They don't mm. know self-control. And I was somebody who didn't really have that issue along with a lot of my other friends who may have had a more. My mother wasn't a free range parent, but you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. right. she wasn't. She was like, OK, well, I'd rather you do it here and see that it's not all that. Yeah. Then you get out there and get addicted. I think it's also a, another topic of is your child mature? Do they yeah. know? Like, I don't know. It's just you don't want to drink or you, you. I don't know. I don't know how to yeah. explain it. My, my thing is, though, it's like kids going to be curious. Kids going to be like. They're going to do it regardless. You feel me? So I feel like initially parents, they should try to stop cover and hinder mm-hmm. all of that, knowing that they're going to experience that at some at point some yeah. because they don't realize that they're not the only influence in the child's life. You know, they go to school. They have all their friends, their right. teachers, and just the outside yeah. people of the world that's going influ- to influence everything that they think and see initially. Mm-hmm. So I feel like trying to really just reveal that to them and explain to them initially how they should go about that in a way to where it's healthy and initially, you know, right. you're going to make the choice whether you want to do it or not and then kind of deal with the consequences. Right. But at least they have an understanding of initially like, okay, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then you know this could also happen initially. But a lot of kids, they don't really experience that because a lot of parents, they just try to cover that and hinder yep. that experience of what those things could kind of do to you initially. I think another issue with parents as well um, I don't know if this is a racial thing. It might not be, but just messing up the laws of nature. I do, every action has a reaction. So mm-hmm. anything you do is going to have a positive or a negative consequence. And a lot of parents, one, they either administer extra consequences on top of the consequences that the child already got, or they shelter them from the consequences that they could possibly have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm already getting in trouble at school or this is already happening for me and I got into a fight and now I can't play in the basketball game on Friday, as a parent, why are you punishing me extra? I've already learned from my actions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people are allowing their children to mature in that way that you mentioned because it's like as a child, we all have we all have the same emotions as adults. Mm-hmm. They're just the ones who are supposed to know how to act. But that's another thing too, like even like learning now. I I was talking to a therapist and literally like how I'm trying to understand like how to process my emotions in a healthy manner. Right. Could you be amazed like how much you really don't understand your mm-hmm. emotions or how much emotional intelligence goes into your everyday life. Yep. So I feel like backtracking to how you were saying like adults or the parents are supposed to understand that, they, they kind of communicate that to the kids. They don't even understand that they fully. Don't. Right. Nope. Especially with black kids. They parents. stooping down to the level of the kids. It's a cycle of just continual un- not understanding. Yeah. So, okay, so my question is, so how do you kind of grasp that understanding? At least us as young adults. How do you think that we should grasp that understanding? We have to start parenting our parents. <laughs> in what way? <laughs> so we gotta be changed. We gotta we, have to raise I, our yeah. kids we, we in the right way. We have to be a change. Like it's okay. So for example, with my mom, um, she was just she was very specific with a lot of things with me growing up. Like honestly, she really didn't care for me to have tattoos. She didn't care for like she didn't really care to listen to like my like religious kind of beliefs in a sense but like over time as I got older and as I started to speak to her more she really started to like take a chance and like actually listen to what I have to say so now she's more open to the idea of tattoos she's open to um lots of other things like you can teach your parents you have to realize like your parents are they only know what they've been through right and everybody's life is different so we all experience different things so you know knowledge is something that you learn you literally learn something new every day mm-hmm. so it's not ne- like a lot of people will like they will say it's kind of like disrespectful or you know you're like cross that boundary or make it seem like you know more like than your parents back. right but sometimes but, you gotta, yeah. but sometimes you really just have to know how to express yeah. yourself and like get your point across mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and as they Oh, sorry. As your parents get older, I know with me and my mother, like, we had a period where it was just like, oh, here she go. Mm-hmm. So, and now that I'm in college and that I've and that I've been away for a that while and that I kind of stopped visiting home and stuff, she kind of cherishes our relationship more because right. parents think exactly. about that. They're like, dang, I'm getting older. What if they don't want their kids to come? What if they think about that type mm-hmm. of stuff? And mm-hmm. so I think that also adds more into me and my mother's relationship and we have disagreements about stuff and I'll just be like well I don't appreciate how you're talking to me and I don't think that this is correct 
and right. she'll come back and be like, you know what, you might have hit, you might have been right. Mm -hmm. And that's not something I experienced as a kid, but now I think now that she's like getting you appreciating right. the relationship more, like right. and seeing me as a person and not as her kid, then it's you know it's it's, it's the same yeah. way. But right. relationships improve when you move away. Mm -hmm. So for all you freshmen yeah, out there, <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> I, 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 I that's agree. true. Yeah, but not to completely take away from parents, I do believe that there are some aspects that parents are completely right about like um letting your child be out to like three o'clock in the morning and they're 16 i don't agree with that yeah so it's a bit much i feel like with that they have a a right aspect with that because that also teaches them that it's not a good look you want to you want to conduct yourself in a respectable manner you know mm -hmm. type mm -hmm. stuff because ain't nothing open past i don't know it depends though because yeah, but them it depends. Legs. But them legs. So you know, yeah, you want to yeah. be on the right path. And with that, I, I agree. You know, as I'm going into my career and stuff, it's just a good look. Yeah, but I don't know because I feel like everybody, like I said, those consequences. Because you know, people can say yeah. what they want about curfews not working and all that stuff. And you guys weren't here around that time, but during like. FAMU during COVID time, we were on lockdown real bad. Most definitely. And <laughs> so. um Basically, the curfew was what twelve. Oh, it was ten during the week. I think it was ten during the week. Twelve on the, the weekend. And so, I'm like, I'm like, man. What do you mean, girl? No, even everything <laughs> no, shut down. Everything was everything was shut down. And so, obviously, we're in college, and everybody was like, okay, well, I'm grown. Da -da 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 -da, right? Mm -hmm. People was going out past curfew. Was coming back with COVID. Mm. So you see, <laughs> I was and say that was me, but I ain't catch no COVID. You know, that's just that's just a small level of things yeah. that can happen. There have been stuff that happened to me, and I was out, and in my brain, I'm like, child, I know I don't usually go out around this time, and I know that's why I shouldn't go out. So you're gonna eventually, children are gonna learn. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like you just gotta raise your child to be smart. Mm -hmm. Raise them yeah. to know how to analyze the situation and know when it's yep. time to go. Yep. Yeah, they nope. gonna know when something like yeah. maybe sometimes when something don't feel right. Yep, so you can always like, feel it. I don't know how I feel about you know this going out past yeah. this time and stuff like that. So I got yeah. a question. Y'all ever like snuck out before? No, no. I've no. never snuck out. No. I've never, never snuck out. But I, I, I never, you, I've I snuck in. I never had nowhere to go. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even sneak out my house. My house was we had a two-story house. We had an alarm system, so any door you open, Front the door. house gonna go off. Exactly, just like that. I had an alarm. My mama had like 360, so oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I didn't get that until I got in school, like in college. I never. She friends. gave me like 360. Oh, like with your friends? Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Oh, I've never had that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. My friend, nah, she got into a car crash, and it told us. Yeah, when she got into it. Literally one. Tells you. Really? It tells you. How does it know? It because like, the 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 motion. Like you going it can, fast. It, can it, it tells you. It tells you like how fast you're, you're yeah, driving. Yeah, how fast they're driving. And if they if they notice like you stop really fast, then yeah. they yeah. tell everybody that you. It was crazy. That's like, crazy. Yeah. That's the engineering so, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, web yeah. develop. Web web developing. You feel me? But okay. Okay. We finna get into the next topic. It's pretty kind of sort of similar to the first topic though. Um, but the question is, what are y'all opinions on how black mothers treat their sons versus their daughters? Oh, oh. my goodness. Okay. I, I want to hear y'all spill. Go ahead. I want to hear the ladies look, spill okay. on this. Then I want to hear Jamal. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to just say, okay, look, I have a guy brother, right? Mm -hmm. We're not we're not blood brothers, but our moms, they have been friends since high school. They're best friends. Mm -hmm. Me and him are like two months apart. So oh, so that's your brother. That's my brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Oh, my God. All throughout, like, middle school and high school, I'd be like, this is not fair. Like, it was never fair. He got to, you know, go out and do stuff. I had to be at home. He got to, you know, be with his friends. I had, I had to be at home. Yeah. It was like, mm -hmm. he be getting treated so differently. Mm -hmm. And then my mom would be like, it's because you're a girl. And I'd be like, yeah. oh, she told you straight up. Yes. See, with my mama, it's always, I'm trying to bring it to her attention. I'm like, I have a, a 14, 13, you know, some <laughs> younger little brother. And no matter what he does. You don't know your brother's age? He just had a birthday, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, but, right, right, right. So no matter what he does, it's always, oh, that's just Bryce being Bryce, you know. He's he's a babe. He's the youngest also. So mm -hmm. the youngest boy. So he gets away with everything. And I'm telling my mom, it's like, it's not fair, you know. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm 16, 17, 18, older than him, but still. Like, older Give me the same respect. Like, right. it's literally, yeah. literally. So, like. Uh, I don't know. See? I'm an only child. So. Oh. Okay. Mm. So it's like um, I've witnessed some crazy stuff though. Like 
with my cousins and stuff, mm-hmm. like the dudes, they be locked, they be getting locked up, they be this, they be dogging women out, all of this stuff, and they're like. The celebrities of the family, right. and everybody like, oh, there he go, da, 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 da. but nobody ever um, holds men accountable. Well, okay, from what well, I've seen, well, accountable for what exactly? Anything, anything, anything. Y'all get to do whatever y'all want. Literally, it could be. I can't. Especially, it's so many things I can't even think of them. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Especially in the dating like scenario, like oh yes, if your My, son is bringing ooh. home a different girl every single day you're gonna be like oh, you're gonna greet every single one of those women bro, like she be, hey she be a you wanna player. say you what? want something to eat no no bro, but then bro. if your daughter bro, does bro, that your daughter did it oh wait wait so that's not who, oh, who is that no, that's no, not the same like, one that was here last time like, if my mama if my mama was like who is this girl <laughs> no if she was if she sold me like that I'll be like ma like that's so great either like, way I was say my mama ain't going for none of that so I mean hey that ain't apply to me oh okay you're one I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie to you like my mom understands the fact that I have a lot of female friends, so like mm. she's like, uh, like okay. So like, uh, so, air quotes. Like <laughs> she understands the because honestly, I'm gonna be completely real with y'all. Like be completely real. Like I just don't. Sometimes males have like this weird like ego thing. Oh yeah, and we know. I don't like being around that. So y'all because stay, y'all hang out for two hours, and next thing you know, y'all are doing push up. Like like why? So like <laughs> so because of that, I tend to Who's like I literally I literally Please just choose to hang around more females. So because of that, my mom understands that, and whenever I bring like girls around, like she actually makes an attempt to you know like get to know them know their names because like usually if i bring you if honestly if i bring you around my mom you valid yeah and i expect to like i expect to hang out with you more well, so like yeah you feel me this is not like it's not gonna be your first time in like you know in this type of setting so mm. my mom is like familiar with most of my friends and stuff so i wouldn't yeah, even say that too. it's like we get away with everything it's just the circumstances are a little bit different like with a girl it's like honestly Y'all can have male friends, and that's completely fine. Well, yeah, but but the whole world's gonna judge you, and think right? That the way parents that's, but that's think, just, like, that's, it's I don't know. It's, that's just how society know, like it. thinks. Like it's it's there's a double standard for certain things. Because when you think about it too, y'all thinking from like a mother's perspective. Think about it from a father's perspective. It's, bro, it's worse. Right. Do y'all know how much y'all get baby from y'all dads? Okay, right? but that it's is very true. It's the same thing though. I feel like if you're okay, for example, like for a guy. It's macho for a guy to have a whole bunch of women around like, him all oh, the time. He, your dad gonna be like, oh, wow, like, starting them off young. <laughs> right, that's my son. But let your daughter have a guy friend that she's not even dating, and it's like, what you need get away. <laughs> what he doing? Yeah, what is he doing? So, but you gotta be like that. No, you, no, you don't. Time. Okay, listen, listen. I will say, oh, I, okay, I don't have any sisters. So, honestly, that the, the dynamic in my household is very... Because I have two younger brothers, so it's, we're literally all boys. Uh, so, you guys are all getting away with everything. So, Mine is all girls, and then my br- one brother. Oh, so yeah. So, like, me. So, like, <laughs> for me, I, I personally wouldn't know how that goes. But if I was to have a daughter, I don't think I would be the type that's really, like, we'll overprotected because of the fact that I, f- I found that the men that are kind of like overprotective with their daughters their daughters become a lot sneakier and that's not a relationship but the reason men be acting like that is because when they were their daughter's age they was a mess i understand that and i i completely understand that but i wouldn't want my daughter to build a sneak like sneaky tendencies i wouldn't want her to be sneaky with me if anything i want my kids to be like straight up open honest and because of that i'm going to be open with them so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna allow her to if she has a little boyfriend, whatever the case is, I want to meet him. He can come over. Y'all can hang out. But like, there's just there's a respect thing. Like there's there's certain boundaries. Just, I yeah. have a question. When y'all brought people home, did y'all like go in the room? I or was y'all sitting in the living room? Home. Okay, so originally <laughs> I was sitting in the living room, like with, with your boyfriends or like your friends. Period. Like boyfriends. Well, my thing. My mom wouldn't let no boys in my room. And if we was in the room. It was I like ain't my never best bring friend. No, no female in my house. With the door open. My mom and so yeah. okay, so I'm gonna say that's tricky because uh, that's tricky. <laughs> I mean, I've had male friends in my room, but they were yeah. just male friends. Male friends. Right. Mm-hmm. And then um, the last boyfriend that my parents met, child, we ain't make it that deep enough. So he mm-hmm. called. He came to the door of the house, but <laughs> he didn't make it you in. know he ain't really make it in. 
For sure. So yeah. Like um, just that night or just in general. Like, in y'all ain't general. Make- oh. Like it was just like, hey, what's up? Like did I met my parents and everything and that was pretty much it. But like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't think my parents would have a problem with it. But I feel like out of respect, like, okay, for example, we're all in college, right? Mm-hmm. And you're dating somebody and then they say, Okay, well I'm gonna stay at your house for classic weekend. Out of respect, yo I feel like your significant other should stay in the guest room or on the couch. Cause y'all not married. So it's like Personally me, person? I'm not gonna even try to like slay Stay in the house or sleep oh. in the house at that night. I'm gonna just find my own spot. Really? Yeah. Oh. Mm. I feel like if I'm, not, if I'm acquainted with the parents. But I'm saying though, I'm like, not. That's not my. I'm, I'm tripping. That's my significant other, but that's not my whole family as of yet. Right. So I feel like yeah, I don't. I, so. I don't want to set myself up to where I'm. I'm already comfortable in the family enough to where you know y'all just let me stay. I mean, y'all really? cool me like that. But yeah, unless we really like that like that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saving money. You just try to get you a free room. But you know, I, <laughs> no. But I mean, you're basically in the family. Like you're in the family. You know, I'm saying okay. If I'm in the family, stuff? then yeah, okay. You, y'all in it like that. I'm saying if I wasn't in it, but if I'm in it for sure, but I'm just saying. So if it's your girlfriend and you're and she coming to stay like you're and like she okay, you know what I'm saying? If it's I get your what you're saying, but I'm just thinking from the perspective you stay like in the hotel? you know we're not established like that. Where it's oh. like both of our families are cool or like we're cool with each other's families initially. Then I'll be like okay, I'll find my own B and B. I'll be at my own hotel or you know find my own people to stay with initially. But we're established like that where you know we're cool with each other's family. They cool with me. They love yeah. me. Everything. So I'll make it happen. You I know? feel like if you that cool, the parents will be like, are you staying? Are you gonna stay tonight? Right, no, that's no the same. Parents gonna be like, "Where you staying?" I don't clean the house. They'll be like a hotel. <laughs> they will. You know. Personally, I'm not asking my mama because I already know the answer. She gonna mm. be like, "No." So. Um, know. not even for a couch, like on the couch. She would say no. If he ain't got nowhere else to go, maybe. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's levels too. I think it's levels. You can't too. just you know be in a relationship and just be like, hey, I'm gonna go to your people's house. Like, no, your people's <laughs> no. got cordially, <laughs> well, no, got cordially meet, meet yeah. you. You know, yeah. have the nice little dinner. They had they talk. Yeah, they know you. but I feel like in the bedroom that is a bit much. But listen, with door closed, oh no. Like <laughs> honestly, it's a bit much. You have to. You have to. Like Ryan said, it's levels. You yeah, have to is. build. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm very good with parents. So like because yeah. of that. <laughs> bro, bro, I don't like. Why are you looking at me? I don't like. When they say that, you know they're man. I don't like. I don't like these little snickers and and giggles I'm seeing in the other oh, studio. Lord. But like, but like, I'm very good with parents. So like, when I when I meet people's parents, like, I mean, not to like toot my own horn or sound cocky or nothing, but like, you feel me? They, they the parents usually that my brothers are people's man. You feel me? They, they fall in love with me. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, like they be like honestly, they're gonna start asking. Parents, have you met? Realistically, mm. if it's over, honestly, are oh, you trying to Realis- get realistically? Too. <laughs> realistically he's very too. good. Like he been through a, a couple. Right, you like, know, he got experience. You, you're experience. This only been a like this only. It's only been like two or three. It's only been like two. Mm. For real, for real. Okay. But I'm just then saying. How you know you good? Got to be at least five. Because because <laughs> I got to be a number. <laughs> like why? I got, I'm good with parents. The thing is, I hit every single time. Like like not y'all see y'all. Why yeah, y'all what? No no no. See y'all thinking about it. No y'all think about the wrong way. I'm saying, saying, I'm saying, with what I'm saying with the parents, no I hit it all. Yeah, he don't exactly. With the three sets of parents exactly. you met, he's never met. They were gonna yeah. let never you stay over for classic weekend. Yeah, my okay. dog three for three. Yeah. You feel me? All right. Yeah. All hits, no man. How that work in basketball? That's the um, what you call it? That's a, a three pointer. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a three pointer. A three pointer. <laughs> three pointer. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. All right. We gonna we gonna move on to the next topic. So the next topic we gonna go into is is the world becoming too sensitive? So Bree, no. Bree, Bree, Bree <laughs> elaborate on that. Okay. So I, I feel like. It um, has to do with like cancel culture. Mm. Like everybody's mm-hmm. getting canceled for every little thing, and it's it's really a sensitive topic to talk about because you have to then it's go okay. into. We keeping the real you here. Did, right, right, right. You then had to go into what is okay and what's not okay. Right. Like think about the show The Boondocks. I love The Boondocks. I feel like yeah, The Boondocks the will Boondocks. never, ever, ever be broadcasted ever again because True. people are not. Pe- there's somebody gonna always have a problem with it because mm-hmm. yeah. it it explored so many different. Yeah. Stereotypes, so many like prejudices. Like it was just, it That's was true. one of them shows. I feel yeah. like it was entertaining, but it gave the real spill. Like right. Right. it really did. Yeah, like black culture for real. When you, when but I watched the Boondocks. Yeah. They had a lot of messages. Like so, my thing is just like I think the world is. Oh, actually, sensitive shouldn't be the word. I think it's we're becoming more aware mm. of different. That's true. 
I like that problems that usually people swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I want to say, I just want to give a formula for cancel culture because it's such a big thing. Like, want to stop cancel culture. Cancel culture only works if the community that's directly funding the artist or the brand decides we're going to up and stop. And I think that's what happens with cancel culture. Like, somebody, for example, uh, okay, for example, Doja Cat, right? I was thinking Doja. Like, Mm -hmm. people found out, oh, Doja Cat's racist, or oh, Doja Cat's um, homophobic or colorist or whatever. Mm -hmm. But... You cannot cancel Doja Cat if the bulk of her listeners don't cancel Doja Cat. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the baby. Same thing with Boosie. Like saying it's it, that's Honestly, how it works. Boosie don't care. Y'all can't. He cares. never cares. Mm. He don't care about But I don't that. think like <laughs> Boosie gonna be Boosie for her regardless. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that the world is sensitive. I think that like just like you said, people are more aware, and people can't keep getting away with the same things that they're getting away with in the name of comedy. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. things, mm-hmm. it's just like if you're if you can't be funny or you can't um, entertain without being negative all the mm-hmm. time, then you're not really funny and you're not really talented. But at the same time, does that eliminate like all dark humor? No, no. W- but dark humor is for the house. I feel like dark humor is for the things. house. Yeah, that's like. So you're saying it's, it's okay to talk about it behind closed doors? Honestly, <sighs> it, you just gotta read. You gotta read, read the, the room. room. Read you gotta the room. know Definitely. your audience. You gotta know. You gotta know like you got your delivery has to be on. Yeah, point. if you want a pedestal, like, that's like Beyonce. Like the timing is everything. I'm not gonna bring is up everything. no dark humor, but y'all understand where we getting with it. So how long do y'all think it's okay to reach back and be like, oh, ten years ago I saw that you said. Well, I feel like you got to do all that for. But that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. They they pull up old tweets that they tweeted, and sometimes it'd be bad. Like you Mm should have never ever Mm -hmm. thought to say that. Yeah, I don't care how old it is. But other times it'd be like, okay, as an individual, you mature, and now they're older and they probably learned from that experience. I think the public wants to see. Okay, you matured. How did you mature? Can you prove to me that you matured? Because the way I was raised, you don't say nothing that you wouldn't repeat. That's what I was told as a child. So I try to be cognizant of the things I say or the things I post and stuff like that. So that's why, okay, I'm thinking of Saucy Santana. But, <laughs> um, you know, when all those tweets about Blue Ivy and stuff came out, the public is looking to see, okay, well, I know you said, he said that um, Kim K's baby was better looking than Blue, that, Ivy. than Blue Ivy mm-hmm. and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. But, you know, he, oh, he used the Beyonce sample for his song. Right. So the Beehive was just like, didn't you just say that Ooh, a couple years ago? Oh, no. But oh, no. it wasn't so much. In media, it's all about how you recover. So it's yeah. like, I can either say, yeah, I said what I said and lose mm-hmm. all of these fans. Or I can say, you know what? That was the past. Um, I was in a different headspace back then. I didn't understand. And I'm better now. I think as so, a... As the how you media recover. aspect of life starts to evolve, we need to learn what to post and what not to post. Mm-hmm. I have another question. They post then. too much nowadays. So, in regards to like what you just said too, do you think that everything like people will say, like it's necessary to have a response to everything? Because like in regards to the Saucy Santana situation, mm-hmm. if he just didn't respond because of the fact that mm-hmm. he felt like not that it wasn't necessary, mm-hmm. but there wasn't going to be any benefit for him or anybody by him responding, whether it may seem as a positive or a negative, because more than likely, people gonna still going to find a negative in anything yeah, that he says. But, yeah. So initially, is that wrong, too? Or? No, I feel like it depends on the level of celebrity or stardom you're at. Saucy mm-hmm. Santana, yeah, he seemed big to us because we're in the black community and we... I mean, I don't know if y'all all from Florida, but mm-hmm. a lot of us are from Florida, so we, we're familiar with him. Yeah. But when you're not big like that yet, and you're trying to get somebody like Beyonce on your team, yes, you need to respond. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to be coming up. Kids, everybody going to be like, okay, well, how does he feel about this? Is he somebody who we can have at our school for homecoming? Is he somebody who we can have mm-hmm. at a baby shower? Is he somebody who can host a party? Like, when you're on a lower level, you, I think you do have to respond. You have to have a good media team on you because you're still trying to Beyonce she can never say anything ever again and in <laughs> this and this whatever and we will love her and we'll still love her but you're still fighting to keep your name good when you're low 
So that's how it be. I think now the yeah. Beehive and the Barbs, y'all be going hard for them. Too, no, the K-pop boy. people is is the ones to nah, watch they, out yeah. for. They go <laughs> K-pop people they making their way up, like they harder than Beehive for real. Nah, for real. Wait, I got. Well, this is this is the first episode, and everybody did not say where they're from. So I'm gonna need everybody to go around and say where they're from. You can store it. Go ahead. Right. Oh, okay. Well, say who you are. Oh, for right, sure. Who are you? Um. <laughs> If you don't know, it's your boy Molly Maul from the 305, aka Mr. Bring the Campus Alive, the hottest personality on 90.5. All so, right. Okay, okay, slick Rick. But, um, yeah. Let me see what I can come up with. I'm saying, like, I gotta have fun with it, you feel me? I thought we just said where we coming what? from. Like, right. We gotta match that. What? <laughs> Man, y'all just see where y'all from. Ain't gonna lie, like, I already no. had that for, like, the Saturday morning show, so I just used All right, I got, I got something for the next show for sure it's right, right, yeah, right. next, show, next show i'm gonna need everybody to come prepared studio. with their little introduction right. slogan with the bars. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. well you know <laughs> let me see three or five thought they was having but the 407 is what i'm repping <laughs> the orangiest okay, citrus is okay, okay. <laughs> juiciest <laughs> mickey mouse earsiest <laughs> City of Orlando, Florida. For sure. Okay. For sure. Okay, I got it. top that. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Bree. I'm from the Triple D, Dallas, Texas. Big you know where everything is. and better. <laughs> okay. I love that. Alright, I got you. It's your boy Ryan here. Or we just can drive on I-95, Broward County, Florida. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Not the juke joint. I kind of messed it up, but it's all good. <laughs> nah, you good. You good. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Nyla, and I'm from 954. We got them big peas, okay. big pompano. Okay, big pompano. Okay. Oh, you repping pompano. I'm oh, repping Deerfield. We, we, we cousins. Y'all, know, y'all neighbors. She, we she down the street. We nah, for real. We down the street. She cool with Kodak and them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Kodak uh-huh. bopping them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing about moving to Florida, the slang here. Yeah. It's, you know it's different from different Florida regions, too. Right. Yeah. It mm-hmm. is. Like, I came up here. People don't say Sherm. Sherm? Yeah. See, what does Sherm mean? <laughs> okay, so Sherm is like another word for like lame. Yeah. So like, oh, you a Sherm. I've heard you it before. Like he's Sherm he's or Sherm. I can't say it on air, but Sherm, 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 insert, insert, you know? Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like it, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah. That song was so Sherm. <laughs> no, that's not how you, you're not using it correctly. Oh. <laughs> Two of the words that I've learned is swanging and twirling. Mm. Use them in different sentences. Like my friends are from Tampa. I was gonna so. say, where oh, are they from? Tampa's so late. They twirling. That's kind of they be like, oh, this because they're from Tampa. This party twirling. Nah. If my nah, Tampa friends listening to this, I'm sorry if I'm using it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. I, I met somebody. One of my homeboys from Tallahassee. He says swinging. Like he'll be like he'll be like he'll be like the set swinging today. Oh. Okay. Okay. I've it's heard like that. Having, like, it's like yeah. I've heard. It's, I've it's heard live. that. I've yeah. heard. Nah. Even though. Tallahassee lingo a little different though. Cause no, Tallahassee. Nah. I heard brose. I'm like, bro. Yeah. What? I ain't never yeah. heard that before. Yeah. I had. Yeah. I heard another one too. I forgot it, but I heard another one. Apparently, it's this dance that used to be real in back in the Tallahassee days. Like back in <laughs> <laughs> the Tallahassee days. A dance. Back, it was some dance called something something. But I'm gonna find out. We're gonna figure that out for the next episode. Yeah, I'm gonna find sure. out. But yeah, it's different across the, across the region, so. Mmm, interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. So we're gonna take a step back that, you know, homecoming <laughs> coming up pretty soon. You <laughs> feel me? Everybody getting they, they fits together. I ain't got no money. No, for real. Uh, rent coming up too. I'm trying to figure out. Y'all see, wow. I don't got a cut yet. Refunds still ain't hit. Fam, you get right. It's really rent and utilities being due what? like right in the there. same day, the same time. You'll get in the same day, same time. You got a late fee too. It's crazy. A late fee? No, we're going to go ahead and fill out that that paper that say take that late fee off my account. Oh my goodness. It's giving very much rent. The financials should have been dropped. <laughs> rent a dorm for the week. What? <laughs> but, but but the question is mainly for the ladies too, because you know you gotta get the the installs, the you nails, know the, the hair, everything you got everything right. Is two hundred and twenty five dollars a good price for small knotless thigh length and hair included? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
That's not bad. I it's not bad not for. I don't like not listening. <laughs> I said it, y'all. I said what I said. But I'm. Or I. I just like the knot in braids. I like really? how they used to look. You like the regular knots? I really enjoy them. Mm. I have locks is, now, so. If you are <laughs> on campus braider, you should be giving out that little twenty percent. You should be charging them more than eighty dollars. <laughs> no, like, like you have to understand, we're all in college. Oh, so they said Nobody they got to live in too. Child in Florida, you don't even need a braiding license anymore. That was a thing? Yes. Yeah. You used to need a braiding license to braid hair and to shampoo hair and to do roller sets. Now yeah, you don't. You don't need that in Texas so now that you're unlicensed, I'm going to need for you to bring the price down. Because mm. you're not really, you're not really up on Because what, what, what am and I paying you, don't you got for? No, I was in a group meet the other day, the FAMU Beauty group meet. Somebody oh, yeah. posted, God bless her I'm doing wig installs, but it said, come braid it down. See, they getting out of control. Me? And then it was like they a, a <laughs> 200 install. Excuse me? Oh, no. Excuse me? But why am I? Bro, that's the no. case. But the thing I don't the braid understand. down, y'all be charging a lot See, too just for the braid. I grew yeah, up back good. in the day. I grew up in the day of the thirty dollar quick weave, forty five dollar sew in. No matter what, oh. I, that's when I grew I up. I need to go back there. You know, back in the day. So I just mm-hmm. feel like, what is an install? I'm paying you to glue a wig to my forehead. That's crazy. Like, what is it? Like they don't even like, do sew ins no more. They don't braid down. They don't, I need they don't wash hair. They don't trim your ends. What they do? Just lace? They just lace. All they do is glue your forehead. They just <laughs> you don't need a license for that either. They barely even glue the forehead. I'm saying, like that. what, what, what happened to the sew ins? They, they don't. They stop doing them. What, what? what happened if the glue. If I the got a hairstyle to be back home. She do sew ins. She do sew ins. Yeah, like the glue is too permanent. It's not going to knock Oh, okay. You don't think so? Okay. Good sew ins. She charged a on Wednesdays. Only gonna take <laughs> it take you 45 minutes to sew the hair to the head, and then the lace is probably what's gonna take up most of your time. So I just feel like, and then I'm gonna want you to style it like, can you curl it for me, please? Any right basic here. economics <laughs> class would tell you That's... that they're charging too much. Well, I grew up in a time where we used to get $15 haircuts. $10 for real, boy. No cap. I heard y'all got to pay deposits for y'all haircuts nowadays. Yeah, but these these barbers getting too sassy for my liking. I'm I'm not dealing with it. And they don't be on time. Every time you set an appointment, they don't never start on time. Like, like, bro, why At least y'all getting facials and stuff with y'all haircuts. We're not getting nothing. (laughs) Really? That's kind of extra, too. I'm not going to lie. They don't even have no food in their refrigerator. They don't even offer you no water. The bare minimum, you get in a line. Up and probably and you gotta watch what they watch yeah. on their TV and, and hold their kids. They don't even give you the remote no more. <laughs> and you gotta play with their dogs. Like, what? <laughs> and you gotta go to the store with them because they ran out of hair. Yeah. But the hair's supposed to be included. Actually, she got she got tired. She said, Can you come back tomorrow? Then you know what? I'm coming I'm coming for y'all. Y'all um smedium knotless people that's providing hair. Medium knotless is like medium and small mixed together, right? Mm-hmm. So on average, like her head size, I would think, okay, you could probably fit like 90 braids, 90s medium, if that, maybe 80, right? They will give her like 20 knotless braids just so that they can save on hair. And call it, they'll braid the braid small, but the parts will be big. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Tallahassee braiders, I don't know what it is in the water, but a lot of Tallahassee braiders braid like that. And it's they just so to weird to me. Big parts, big parts yeah. small braids. Small braids, I really don't. I will say, I don't look right. It don't. It don't. So not not. It look like Tommy I'm from actually, I feel like I'm getting <laughs> a lot of insight on on female hair that I did not have before. So now when right, I'm walking you around me? campus, I'm most definitely going don't to be, be clocking the girls. Don't be clocking the girls. I'm gonna be like, that's what she was talking about. Yes, like, you're gonna see. You're gonna see. Like coming it, from so a so they look like new growth or something like that. They look no, like, like it be looking girls. neat, but it just looks like a child. It looks like a child's head. Yeah, I don't like when my braids have too much space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, her parts is, like, okay, for example, your parts, the part is about the same size as the yeah, braid. Yeah, yeah. Like, your parts are small. Like, people be having, like, Like, they'll give her this braid, but the part will be this big. Mm. Yeah. You see my fingers? Coming from a girl that don't know how to do hair, (laughs) life is hard, you know. Every now and then, I'm trying to drop $300 plus on the hair. Yeah, I'm finna... Lock up. Yeah, I've been thinking about getting locks. It's, uh, it's a lock apolo- apocalypse right now. Lockups. Lockup. Lock is it a lot? Let's speak on that. What? Oh, go ahead, Mo. Oh. I, I want to know why y'all think that's happening. Cause I, I, I have a, 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 you feel me, a little theory, but I wanna, I wanna know if you feel me. Well, I think with, with locks, it's a lot that goes into it. Well, for, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of undergoing a black renaissance right now. Right. And locks represent, you know, refuge and freedom. Historically, I wish people would get the diet to match the locks because I feel like it's disrespectful to have a certain hairstyle and not really match Mm -hmm. the spiritual aspect of it. But 
I digress. Do you mean like like the faux locks? I just feel like if you have locks, you shouldn't be eating pork. You shouldn't be like doing hard drugs. Mm. And I just feel yeah, like I, I didn't even know it went that deep. Yeah, I think I, it does because it's just like the people who started it for real, for real, that whole yeah. movement, they don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so zen all the time. Mm-hmm. And you got locks and you're chaotic. Yeah, I, I, think I think it's a spiritual people, people thing. Right, chaotic. Get just the, the, get them. Yeah. You know so, they say hair holds energy. It does. And locks, locks don't, when your hair sheds, your locks, the hair sh- don't shed. It just stayed together. I which is to, why you have to. Last semester, I had to write a, an essay because I, I read a book called August Town. And it's about, it's August Town is basically a place in Jamaica. And in that book they talk a lot about hair they talk about a lot about locks mm-hmm. and in the book um one of the characters a little boy he went to school and his teacher really hated him and he had super long dreads and the teacher made him this is based on a true story they uh-huh. made the teacher made him cut his dreads off so what? you know did he keep like, him huh did he keep him i i, I don't know oh. you ain't finished the book I did, oh, but right. like I, I don't think, didn't yeah, they that. didn't specify whether he kept them or not. Okay. But like, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Jesus, right? <laughs> <laughs> you finish the book. Wow. I'm curious. The teacher made him cut his dreads, and like the um, we had to write kind of like an open end essay on it. And a lot of my family is from Jamaica, so I like I understand the culture a lot. And dreads have a very significant locks have a very significant meaning. Like mm-hmm. it, like that symbolizes like your power. Like Haji said, um, so. It goes a lot deeper than just the hair itself. Yeah. So when I see a lot of people starting to lock up, it makes me realize, like, I feel like a lot more people are becoming aware. Mm-hmm. As Bree said, like, it's it's this is a, a generation of a lot of awakening. Like, yeah. we're not as naive as the previous generation. Like, yep. I feel like we're really becoming a lot smarter and a lot aware, a lot more aware of um, what's going on around us. Mm-hmm. So, And I just want to give a shout out to Jay-Z because um, how often do you see a multi-millionaire rapper right. freeform? Him, right. him, J. And Cole. J. Cole. Um, yeah, yeah it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's you see yeah, it, you're seeing it like, a lot okay, more. Yeah, and that's why, I mean, I'm not saying, like, I always, I'm always an advocate for locks because I just feel like, why not? Mm-hmm. But after a while, the older you get, the more you realize, like, certain luxuries are not even luxuries anymore. Mm-hmm. So all of this extra to get my hair done. And going to the hair salon used to be an empowering experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You would exchange gossip <laughs> or whatever. And, and they say, oh, my God, you look so pretty. Like, it rejuvenates you. Right. Mm-hmm. Now it feels like a task. Mm-hmm. Going to the nail salon used to be a good thing. Now it feels like a task. So I just feel like take it into your own hands and... Right. Stop going. But That's whatever. Real. Yeah. That's real. Okay. Okay. So we're going to kind of switch it up a little bit. So next topic we're going to get into. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all too funny. So the next topic is going to be basically dealing with imposter syndrome. Ooh. So we're going to kind of. You can do it. So we're going to kind of relate it to like the college students or, you know, particularly FAMU. So me personally, I feel like. FAMU has this thing to where it's like we have like a certain standard. Wait, before you begin, what's up? Explain what imposter syndrome is in case somebody does not know. Okay, so for my own personal definition of what imposter syndrome is, is basically initially the word it's kind of a contradiction within yourself to where you feel like you may not be doing enough mm-hmm. or you may be, you're not, you aren't not enough, enough in yeah. comparison to the next person or, mm-hmm. you know, something within your life. You feel me? Where initially it's like you, you definitely are, but it's just like a lot of different components and factors that mm-hmm. kind of contributes to making you feel like you aren't enough as an individual. Mm-hmm. Right? So that being said, contributing that or you know translating that to like the FAMU culture you know the HBCU culture and even like just with the culture of young adults especially with social media I feel like we've created this persona to where it's like everybody has to set a certain standard or you just not doing life right Mm -hmm. at all you feel me and I've I've been feeling this a lot lately too because like it's 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 very contradictory graduation time not even that yeah Yeah, that's very true but it's like (laughs) not even just that but it's the fact that sometimes you set so many high expectations Mm. for yourself to where you kind of contradict yourself and like not realizing how far you came as a person how much Mm -hmm. you're already doing when you kind of look at the next person and seeing what they're doing 
and you kind of try to align that with your own success. Yeah. You, feel like compared, you're not doing enough. you feel like you're not doing enough when the, in reality it's just initially like your success ain't the same thing as their success, so yep. it may not look the same, and you don't really you know. Not on the same timeline. All right. Nope. So, so yeah, give me y'all spiel on that. Which y'all think? I wanna I wanna give y'all like my little personal experience with imposter syndrome Ooh. because this is something like Juicy. I'm not gonna lie, I've dealt with um not just as of recently but like throughout my life like um so i'll say what like when i was younger um i was very quiet i was very timid i was very shy i kind of i broke i kind of broke out of it simply because like my mom forced me into like things like acting so i i kind of like broke out of it slowly and i became a little bit more outspoken and learned how to use my words more but like because of the fact that i was so quiet when i was younger like people would like they they chose to like kind of pick at me sometimes so because of that like it built this own imposter syndrome within myself since i was younger and as i got older you know i got a little bit more comfortable within my own skin and things like that so i kind of broke out of it a little bit more but i noticed like it'll creep back in for like little things because like right now um i'm working on you know a clothing line and things like that okay but okay okay but it's like i would have dropped it a lot sooner if i wasn't dealing with things like imposter syndrome or like you know you kind of doubt yourself do i like do i really like the way this looks is this the right idea is this the right plan mm-hmm. is it gonna go how you know i expect it to so i feel like that's a very very prominent thing that a lot of people our age are dealing with mm-hmm. and we should be a lot more like open and comforting and inviting when it comes to like you know things like that i think the main reason people are fighting with imposter syndrome is because of social media that is very true definitely that is very true yeah i think everybody sees um all these instagram models or influencers and people being successful by 21 or 22 Mm -hmm. which is really if we think about it not not so much realistic it's It's a facade (laughs) it's not and but now everybody's like oh i'm going to be rich by 22 i'm going to i'm going to have a house i'm going to have a boat and like Mm -hmm. okay but you haven't even graduated yet right you you don't have a job right i think also um i don't know it's a theory but i think a potential cure for imposter syndrome because i know i mean i struggle with it a lot too but fam you is its own beast because yes college is i mean hbcus are good for that reason though because where else are you going to see so many black people Mm -hmm. that are all doing something everybody at fam you is doing something something. and it's not just something something it's everything Mm -hmm. something so sometimes it can get to be a lot because people are like you know people are doing things around you and you feel like oh my gosh like why am i not here i'm just going to class like yeah. da, da, da. I but need to get involved i need to do this i think the that. cure yeah. is finding your niche finding out yeah. Yeah. what you're good what at you love. doing that to the best of your ability and adding a little bit of like uncomfortability in there right. trying something new but still in I wanna, your area i want to drop this little gem do set this one day um and like it's stuck with me for a very long time mm-hmm. he was like get comfortable putting yourself in uncomfortable situations yes so that's something like i kind of got acclimated Mm -hmm. to and you know whenever i feel uncomfortable or like this is something that you know i kind of have to work a little bit harder to achieve it makes like it's kind of like the saying what what um what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah most definitely you know it just it, it only can help you build as a person. You also have to reward yourself as well. Even if okay, for example, y'all, like I don't condone failing, but I failed a couple of tests before, you know, and I'm not to say that I'm gonna keep doing it, but you know, it, you know, but the way I look at it is yeah. I may have failed with a forty nine, but see it could have been a zero. Right. And because it's not a zero, I'm gonna go take myself out to eat. You have to reward yourself. <laughs> you, I never bit, thought about I it like no, that. No, but you, you have know. to reward yourself because otherwise, you're not gonna see the incentive. I did not Especially at FAMU, you know, discretion and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of times, there's not gonna be anybody there to applaud you. Yeah. Right. So you have to be your person on the sidelines, like, yay, mm-hmm. go me. So you gotta reward yourself, even if, you know, traditionally, you don't give yourself things unless you pass something I feel but you. it's like it could be worse you could have dropped out that's something I, I struggle with too because I feel like I have anxiety and mm-hmm, there's always a voice mm-hmm. in the back of my head that's like they don't care please Most stop yeah. talking yeah. they don't want to hear it yeah, yeah. So. but even if they don't like you have to care yeah 
I feel like another thing you kind of have to look at kind of from what you said, you can't look at a failure like a failure. Yeah. I feel like you have to look at a failure like a stepping stone yep. to success. Because I learn. feel like it's either two things you could do. You could either let that failure get to you and just give up as a whole, or you could utilize that failure and learn from what you did to fail to kind of contribute that mm -hmm. to be successful yep. afterwards, you feel me? Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, they get in their heads to where they don't really even think right. about that initially. And it kind of be like, dang, I failed. So I'm a failure. I'm a loser. Right. I just give up. It was like, no. Failure is a part of life. Failure is a part of the process. Though. You feel me? Appreciate yeah. the experience. Everybody not going to be president. But how many people could say they ran for president? Mm -hmm. Like, no, that's an accomplishment in itself. Yeah, people don't really understand it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Child. You got you to gotta lose to win. Fingers. Yeah. Turn, really turn your L's into lessons and your lessons into blessings. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I feel like too also one thing that I always told myself is like be satisfied but don't be satisfied so kind of mm. be be satisfied like where you are in your life and how far you don't came but yeah. don't, don't, be be don't be comfortable yeah. and complacent at where you yeah. are always Man, you always, let you be, always be working so. for something no literally though <laughs> you can't be comfortable but at you. the same time you kind of balance is a big thing yep. too because it's like if you don't have that balance of understanding like where you are in your life is a good place or even if it may not be good it's the right place where you're supposed to be to get to where you want to be mm -hmm. even though right. you don't realize that but because of imposter syndrome especially at family yeah you feel like i'm just not there at all i feel like i'm not even at the starting line i'm feel like i'm just i'm right i'm i don't know i'm just not here mm -hmm. at all you yeah. feel me when you gotta um, you gotta be realistic with yourself you gotta give yourself you gotta give yourself more credit than yeah. than you take for real it's very true man that imposter syndrome will really get you. Also, um, fam, you offers therapy. It's included in our tuition. So yes. Go ahead yes, and see them because yes. they do help with imposter syndrome. That, that is. Oh my god. I, I be forgetting so, to yeah. um. Shout out to Miss Washington. I, I, oh my god. Shout god. out. Shout out to Doctor Boyd. Wait, wait, y'all like y'all gone before? Yes, it's really I've been good. Going. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go because like I told to myself, I told session. myself like since last year, like I was yeah. like I'm gonna check it out, but like I never no, bro, did. you need to go. Cause let me no, tell you, they so booked up because even the faculty are going now. Yeah, they said they get booked around this time. Cause October, November. Yeah. Midterms and but they do emergency counseling too though. Like if you really need to talk to somebody to do emergencies. But no, you definitely should because I was one of them people where it's like if you do therapy there's something wrong with you you yeah, feel me so but when i kind of got to that point, <laughs> maybe there is something wrong with it <laughs> i mean shoot yeah, but but it's okay you but talk that's about it. right and that's the thing that's it. a lot of people they don't accept that that you have a problem initially <laughs> the first <laughs> why you pointing at me y'all you pointing at me yeah. it is though <laughs> but i feel like once you accept that and you're willing to get the help yeah like the growth is just gonna come from there like i yep. kid you not if i feel like i did not get therapy from like when i started like i think the spring of our sophomore year, mm -hmm. I would be in probably a terrible, terrible, terrible mental place right no, now. for real. Even the way, like, I handle situations now is completely different than before I started going. And I'm just shouting out fam, you, I mean, therapy in general. Mm -hmm. But if you're a fam, you listener, go to the cast building and book because they do their therapy very different. Like, they give you assignments to do. They, don't they definitely just, they do. They don't just listen to you talk yes. and then okay. be like, oh, yeah, well, what like do you think that. about that? No, they tell you, look, mm. I don't want to hear about this next time you come. And you get out a so, lot in an hour. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So I if think. If you personally could get the opportunity to, I would recommend it definitely. You, mm -hmm. you know, the choice is up they to you. They offer Zoom you know. as well. They offer Zoom right. as well. If you're not comfortable going I just don't person, see why you wouldn't know. go to therapy. It's like, free. Mm -hmm. It's free. Well, it's well, technically you're paying for it, but, but like you know, yeah. <laughs> she's prepaid. Payment plan. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. But um, we gonna get into our last last topic for the first episode. Hmm. Mm -mm -mm. Time flies, doesn't it? I hope y'all enjoying it. I hope oh y'all listening. Oh my goodness! And like, <laughs> ooh, I like these. Well, I just dropped like three gems this episode. Like. I feel uh -huh. like we always drop like, the gems. You, know, you gotta drop the gems. You gotta <laughs> like, drop the gems. The gems. The gems. The gems. Oh, okay. I got. I got. I got a good one for the last one. Our lifestyle guru scammers. <laughs> that was my question. 
Okay, I just want to give y'all some context for that. Oh, I did give y'all context. You did, but go but, ahead, get okay, the people. So, get the people. So yeah. what's trending right now is Coach Stormy. And I know you what you're guys, talking about. I'm not going to lie. I used to follow Coach Stormy on TikTok. Who, who is who. Coach Let me, Stormy? Don't, y'all really don't, don't know? worry about it. I'm going to look at her Okay, right the, 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 the low vibrational plate. Oh. That started with her. So basically what's going on is she's a lifestyle coach among many on TikTok. And she basically, I guess, teaches people how to um, how to be millionaires or teaches people how to carry themselves correctly. And the first video I ever saw of her, she pulled a lip gloss out of her purse and was like, you see this? This is my business card. Because she was selling lip gloss at the time. And I was like, you know what? That does make sense. If you sell products, why wouldn't you always have a business card on you? Mm -hmm. So anyways, I was like, okay, like she seems pretty profound. <laughs> um, I got off TikTok for a couple weeks. I log back in. All I see is low vibrational, low, low vibrational. vibrational. <laughs> Turns out, y'all. I don't want if it's not low vibrational. She's very, um, she can be very, uh, what's the word? You know how your parents just think they're always right? Yeah. I don't think she thinks she's a bad person, but her delivery is very like my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. And so they're all sitting outside at this cookout that she planned and she provided the food for the cookout. I didn't even know that. She, because what she does is she gets these groups, this these group of women, mm -hmm. and she makes them all pay like ten thousand dollars to spend a weekend with her. Oh no! Now I'm not gonna say that sounds like a pyramid scheme, but it sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> but I'm not gonna say that. But um, because you like know, it's lifestyle, <laughs> it's lifestyle coaching. It's lifestyle coaching. And so um, uh, another coaching. incident she did before I get into the low vibrational. She played credit card roulette with all the ladies. So they all went to a dinner on the weekend with her mm -hmm. and made the waitress play credit card roulette. And whoever credit card they pulled out, had the person pay. had to pay for all of them. And it was like a five-star restaurant. They pulled Stormy's card out. And she was like, what? And she ended up having to pay for them. But I feel like she should have did that anyway because it's your event. But whatever. Anyway. And they, so, they just paid the... She just Thank had to pay. That's a lot of money. And they paying $10,000. But anyways, so they're at this cookout and... What's funny to me is that she's licking her fingers during she's this whole the thing. Same she's eating the food that she's eating. I wouldn't not, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't eat that. But <laughs> she's sitting here with her plate and she has she had a corn she had a corn and two pieces of chicken. And then the girl, she had a hot dog, a hamburger, chicken, potato salad, you know, a she cookout plate. Good. She was eating good. So Storm was just like, I would never eat that. You could not pay me a million dollars to put that in my body. This is royalty. This is a royalty plate. Your plate is a hood rat plate. If they look at your plate and look at my plate, they're going to say I'm royalty. Like, I would never eat that. So and the girl was like, they put it on my plate. Like, what was I supposed to do? Say no? She was like, they don't tell me what I want. I tell them and what I want. who established that? Like, this is a royalty plate and this is a hood rat plate. Her. She just right. made it up. And the girl was like, What's oh, the yeah, difference? you're right. You're so right. Because like, in some countries, eating more is considered royalty because you can mm -hmm. afford to buy more, more right. food. Mm -hmm. But hey, like I said, I'm not a history major. Yeah, so, I was confused when I opened the app. Yeah, and I she, saw low vibrational. I was like, Yeah, she was just like, like she was like, you can't. That plate is low vibrational, and I was like, you know, if you coming from a health guru standpoint, <laughs> yes, it is low vibrational. But I'm not gonna agree because I don't agree with your behavior. Well, what does that even mean, low vi vibrational? Low vibrational, like negative, like because oh. everything. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yo, he watching the video. She got this. Oh, he watching the. Oh, he yeah, watching he the, video. the video. She got these two pieces of barbecue chicken she on her like, plate. <laughs> talking about some low I like, vibration. I wouldn't eat that. She licked her fingers and then Bro. pointed at the girl. I would never eat that. They can never pay me. But yeah. back to the topic, though. The reason I asked that question is because this has been going on on TikTok quite a bit now, mm -hmm. and people are investing their lives into these individuals who they feel like have it all together. And that's why I asked that, like, are life gurus scammers? Because how are you going to tell me how to live my life when we don't even have the same circumstance remotely? You're living in a penthouse in Atlanta, right. and I'm in my apartment with two roommates in Tallahassee. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I'm supposed to subscribe to you and you're supposed to tell me how to carry myself and tell me how to live my life. I feel like that's a scam. He's still watching this I video. Think it's a scam too. I, honestly, I think that lifestyle guru and is really just a paid mentorship. Yeah. Like, if but you why not know, pay a real mentor? 
mentor. So is that like a, a certification thing you need to be like a lifestyle guru? Or? No, they just made it up with the internet. It's like, no, like you're an influencer. You're an influencer, essentially. You're getting paid. People, yeah. Mm-hmm. People just and all your money comes you know. from those people, but those people don't understand that that money, that that's where you get your money from. They think that you became a millionaire by doing what you say you're doing. Like selling lip gloss, but they really getting money from you. you but if you listen to B bands. Simone, you can't become wow. a millionaire from selling lip gloss. I didn't think about like, and they want you to think really that you can, no so that yeah. you can get under them and do it. But you, can, I'm, I'm not trying to discourage anybody. Mm-hmm. But if you have a business, half of it is merch and and selling. The other half is marketing and being yeah. actually genuine. You cannot become a millionaire. By just selling merch. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be bomb. Yeah, it's better than Gucci. Yeah, you have cute graphic designs, but it comes from the marketing aspect of it. And from my understanding of it too, when I kind of remember that era too, she had like a whole series too on how she kind of made mm-hmm. it to being a millionaire. She has like her own version of Forty Eight Laws of Power. Right. Her own book. But she didn't initially only make a million dollars or become a millionaire through her business. She had multiple outlets to get to mm-hmm. that point initially. But I feel like through. I feel like initially, not really with specifically her, but a lot of people kind of within that area, mm-hmm. they don't really be transparent on how to nope, get to that they point. they don't be. Especially, especially with themselves. They especially want you to buy the book. Yeah. That's how they're getting their money. Especially, with, like, especially the men, too. I don't want to get on the men a, too much, but it's the men plot. got it bad. There's, like, these men on TikTok with their podcasts, and they're like, yeah... This is how you make money. This is how you do this. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. But I'm like, you have to take into consideration everybody's circumstance. What's yeah. the point of being a millionaire if you can't enjoy it? That's be that's what being rich is when you have residual income coming and you don't have to do any maintenance to keep right. it. Exactly. But like I said, I'm not an SBI major, so <laughs> don't listen to me. But you done yeah. called out five different majors. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not one though, so don't right. don't quote me on this. But I'm just saying. We just, you just know a little bit about everything. From, from my basic sure. knowledge, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I feel like from what she's I heard around the way, we're just you know, verse you know, through the grapevine. <laughs> through the grapevine, I heard that. You know, through that's, the grapevine. That's not that's not how you do. But yeah, it. I think lifestyle gurus are, are, uh, are scammers, and I know firsthand because my mother, she's one of those people who gets like really easily invested in stuff. Mm. Like when Avon mm. and, Mar- and Mary Kay was out, she was one of them. <laughs> Herbalife got her bad. No. Herbalife. Herbalife got her bad because like she Herbalife? actually lost weight, so like no. she really was believing. No. Oh, like the skinny what? green tea. Yes. What's uh, the one on um, ISO tea and um Nutriverse? No. The, the, oh. the skinny wraps. <laughs> yeah. It was one. You you remember on the Parkers? It was it was one. I forgot what it was. It was a real thing too in real life, but I forgot what it was called. Oh, the in real the, life. Yeah. The is it like fitness? I don't even related? remember. No, I think. It was like kind of like I don't know if it was makeup or if it was like kind of like ingredient. Oh. I'm gonna do my she research. She was on with the paparazzi to jewelry too. Y'all ever heard of paparazzi jewelry? What you mean? No. See, no. yeah, y'all ain't as far gone. That's how I know. <laughs> See, don't go that far. far gone. She was far gone. So my mother's really easily susceptible to stuff like that. And observing from the outside, looking in, I just be like, here she go again. Like, do y'all think the industries are like too saturated? I, I asked this question because. Everybody wants to be an influencer mm-hmm. and a lifestyle coach mm-hmm. because nobody wants to do the, nine to, do the nine to five anymore. <laughs> Everybody want to be a hairstylist. I'm going to say I don't think that is too saturated, but I do feel like people need to find their own lane. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. Like, yeah. Make like, it unique and make it right. But everybody isn't a main doing character. The same thing. That's what they need to learn. Because Everybody's honestly, Everybody can't do I TikTok. get it. I get it. The nine to five thing. Like, right. I I personally don't believe we were here to, you feel me, work a nine to five for 50, 60 years and then retire and die. I agree. Absolutely not. However, if your nine to five is fun. But like, yeah, you should. I feel like you should be doing something you love. If you enjoy it. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong. You should be doing something you love. I feel like it varies I know when depending it's on what you want to do. But a <laughs> yes. lot of people who do want to be influencers, they like you said, they don't try to be authentic and unique. Yeah. They try to kind of do what's the trend. Yeah, and yeah it's do it. what other people doing. Yeah, like, and it's something... like, find your niche. Like you yeah, said, find, find your, your niche. niche. Man. Yeah, man, they don't have no niche because they're they too boring. busy trying to do the same thing as the next person. They're, they're boring. boring. They're boring, they're like, though. Some yeah, people are just really boring. Just I think. And it ain't even realistic, too. Oh my goodness! It's man. like um, all the YouTubers with the YouTube pranks and stuff. Baby, oh, it's 2022. Lord. It's played out. I know no, you're just trying to YouTube, get your check, I think YouTube but... is what ruined influencer culture. I really think so. Well, not YouTube, but 
when the couples started making yeah. content together. Yeah. That's what messed it up. Like couples was faking Couples were like just to get the check. Yeah. Like, and it wow. was just like, what are y'all doing? And the prank I knew the pranks was Not, I knew the pranks was out of control. I'm I'm telling her I cheated. Like okay. I'm like, okay, what How type of prank is that? Her? Whatever <laughs> happened to just scaring somebody on the other side of the door or you know doing silly string. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour fish juice on my pants and make my boyfriend think I smell bad. No, I, I, smell I saw bad. something that was like, Oh, I'm gonna lay <laughs> and pretend like I'm dead. Right. <laughs> so when he comes home he's scared. Like what? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get a blow up doll and act like there's somebody in the bed. Um, That'd actually, and then you see people That's like not. getting violent on YouTube. Yes, they be like, <laughs> they be, <laughs> but then they be, they be faking too because they already knew what was going on. Yeah, Ooh, they don't right. even be real. Happy. So then, then like, it be the collabs. <laughs> <laughs> One fake YouTube couple with the other fake YouTube. Couple. Have you ever witnessed that, like in Texas, since you live there? What you mean? Have you ever witnessed like TikTok or like YouTube people meeting up, hanging out together? They meet up because they Texas? they like to meet like, in Texas in Atlanta. Texas? I know Atlanta, but I, I ain't mean, know Texas. they like to meet in Texas. I know some. Like couples that were popular on TikTok from mm-hmm. Dallas, they're not together no more. So oh, I'm man. not gonna name drop, but no, don't name drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Whoever they may be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you might know it. If <laughs> I don't. I probably. I don't know. I have to Okay, yeah, y'all. So <laughs> we're getting close to the end of the show. Um, yeah. before we end the show off, what we usually do, um. For SMS is like we go around and we do like shout outs if you want to shout out anybody or if you, there's anything you want to close off and say. So I'm going to give us that time to do that. And that's what we're going to do from now on at the end of each um show. Amen. So I'm going to start in that studio over there. Ladies go first. Yeah, go shout out nobody. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shout out uh, my mom and my daddy. Aww. Because... Um, <laughs> Because they've been telling me that, like, you know, I need to get involved and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. once I told them that, I tried out and I made it every day. When you starting? When you starting? <laughs> <laughs> so now I can finally tell them that I started the day and they Aww. can hear it. Tell them to tune in, too. Tuesday at 11. At 11. Tuesday at 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Don't miss a week. Don't miss a week. Don't miss a week. <laughs> <laughs> you might miss you. You better watch the <laughs> next two. <laughs> you you better listen right. to the next listen two. Listen to it right. again. And don't, don't find me on campus like, what y'all talking about? No. No. Go listen. Come tell me that. And if you listen to it, share it to somebody you know, too. Just don't listen. We're going to start dropping keywords. We dropped too many minutes for you to keep it to yourself. You feel me? We're going to start dropping keywords. Yeah, we got to do that. Keywords. Come to me and find me and say, what? Like, we're going to start dropping clues. You get get an incentive to it. Go ahead, drop in the comments. We're going to win a prize. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like to give a shout out. I'm going to just run everybody down. I'm going to get a shout out to Raina Jenkins. That's my girl. Kyla. Hill. Hill. <laughs> Kyla Hill, that's my girl. De'Anthony Jameson before Ryan gets to him. Um, who else? Ashante Smith. I'm going to give a shout out to her. Samuel Boozler. I'm going to give a shout out to him. Jeffrey. She goes through the whole list. He know his name. <laughs> um, Bria McRae. And the brothers of Phi Mu Alpha. Okay. Symphonia Fraternity of America Incorporated. Okay. Okay. Um, it's Bree, if y'all didn't know. So, I want to give a shout out to everybody in my group chat. You know, you know, you know who you are. I want to give a shout out to my mom for allowing me to even come to Florida to begin with, to be here, to be on this podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Shout out to Evan and Davion. And yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that supports me. And shout out to everybody that's going through mental health, because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah. Sir. Okay. Shout out to Family Therapy. No, nah, most definitely. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. Um, <laughs> but um, it's your boy Ryan here. Uh, first, shout out to God for even allowing me to kind of, you know, have the vision to kind of make all of this happen. Like, I don't know. Being here, like, this feels so surreal. So it's like, mm-hmm, I can't do nothing but thank God for real. Um, thank God also for my brother, Jamal, too, for making for this sure. happen, too, because... The parent charmer. Okay. Um, <laughs> but shout out to my mama. My dad, my brother Ronald, shout out to you, man. Um, shoot, shout out to all my brothers, R25. Um, <laughs> shout out to all my family, other family, friends, and loved ones who support me. Um, and shout out to everybody who tuned into the show for the yes. first time. We really, shout out to Lindsay, I forgot her. You feel me? <laughs> the fact that you made it this far, we appreciate y'all. For, for real, for real. Oh, yeah. shout out to the Oh So Lit Class of 26, because I think I'm the only one in here Ooh. representing. <laughs> 
best slander. Everybody but know really, the best class on the hill is 24. 24. 24. Okay. 24 is actually. If you ain't 24, then walk out the door. Oh, that's the 24. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, they can only rhyme theirs with lit. I'm going to give a little shout out to first all my cast members of Millennials in Motion. You feel me? Oh, we had a great show. I love talking to y'all. Um, I'm really looking forward to all our future episodes. Um, unfortunately, one of, our, one of our cast members was a little busy, Camille, so she wasn't able to make it today. But um, she'll be here next week. Yay. I also want to give a shout out to the fam back at the crib. I want to give a shout out to my brothers in R25. Um, yeah, I hope everybody has a great day. This will conclude the first episode of Millennials in Motion. You feel me? Y'all stay tuned. This is on WAM 90.5, the Flavor Station, where we have the hottest music in Tallahassee and the hottest talk shows on the air. So, yeah. Peace, y'all. Bye. Bye. Millennials in Motion is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A&M University.